Damage from opioids, legal and illegal, has become a central focus for several federal agencies. One academic argues the government could be better organized and do even more, and that more congressional oversight is needed. Juliette Kayyem is a professor at the John F. Kennedy School of Government and a former Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security, and she joins me now. Professor Kayyem, good to have you on. Thank you for having me. Now, you have written primarily that the STOP Act is not being overseen thoroughly by Congress and that agencies are missing reporting deadlines on it. First of all, just review briefly the STOP Act and what the agency's obligations are. The STOP Act was passed last year uh, to close a loophole that exists in our overall efforts to stop the opiate uh, epidemic. Look, we know um, that there are a lot of causes for opiate and opiate overdoses and the kind of uh, fatalities that we're seeing, um, and it's a public health problem, it's a public safety problem, but it's also a supply chain problem. As we see, as we've seen over the years, uh, the rise of opiates and then, of course, fentanyl, which is a synthetic opiate, um, um, are coming not from necessarily in the United States, but from outside the United States. And one of the ways it's coming in, or the predominant way it's coming in, is through the good old-fashioned United States Postal Services. Um, So uh, President Trump's uh, opiate commission, as well as the Senate, um, joined forces in what is you know, a good news story in terms of governance um, in the last year and passed the STOP Act to essentially try to close a loophole in our postal services. That loophole is really a technology loophole uh, just based on sort of um, the way our postal services have gotten more secure or or have not gotten more secure. It was a way to ensure that uh, we had data about who was sending um, packages to the United States, where they were being sent from, what was in the packages, just basic data that we call AED data, sort of advanced electronic data. Uh, the act was passed, uh, bipartisan support, White House support, all good news in terms of getting the postal services to begin to assess um, and take data uh, uh, information from uh, foreign countries. And unfortunately, just what we've seen in the last couple months is that uh, the Department of Homeland Security through Customs and Border Protection and then United States Postal Services have been missing some important deadlines in terms of compliance. And so my editorial and a, a number of us who work in the space of sort of supply chain vulnerabilities, it's really a homeland security issue, right, um, have been um, pushing to get um, uh, federal agencies to begin to comply with some of those early deadlines regarding uh, AED, as I described, and shipments from China and um, other countries. And so as a technological problem, then, the Postal Service was supposed to simply gather data and analyze it, or mm-hmm. were they also supposed to perhaps sniff packages or x-ray them to see if there might be drugs inside? So there's a variety of ways that the Postal Services are taking into account um, packages that arrive, and some of it depends on size. And But if it goes through the United States Postal Service, um, it, Generally, there is no data taken into account for packages of uh, a certain size, in other words, advanced data. So the requirement on the STOP Act was really to get 100% compliance of this AED information, and it's really the sending country. So just imagine a package from China gets sent to the United States. And if you've lived abroad, you've experienced this. You literally fill out a piece of paper, right, that says the name, what's in it, whatever 
else, and there's no electronic data being sent to the receiving country or being um, monitored by the receiving country, in this case us. And so the STOP Act wanted 100% compliance of mail shipments coming to the, uh, through the United States Postal Service um, uh, from China, and then uh, because that's our biggest threat regarding fentanyl, um, and then um, and then sort of a, a slower pace for other countries. And it's just you know what we're starting to see now is that that compliance is not uh, that the the agencies are not under are not in compliance, and they have failed to report to Congress about how they're coming into compliance with the Stop Act. So this is really, you know, this is one of those unique, not unique, but this is one of those situations where the law is really good, and the compliance is now sort of floundering a little bit, and so we just want to draw attention to that. We're speaking with Juliet Kayyem. She's a professor at the John F. Kennedy School of Government and former Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security. And I guess an obvious question I have is if China were to know that this was in full compliance and that all of this information was being reported and gathered and analyzed, what's to stop them from simply finding mules, so to speak, in in Zurich and in Paris and in Ottawa to simply ship here? Such a great question. And and this is where I put my homeland security hat on. So I've spent 20 years in counterterrorism and homeland security. A lot of people ask me, like, why are you you know, focused on fentanyl and, and opiates. And, and part of it is uh, because essentially Homeland Security is what systems are vulnerable, right? What systems of access are vulnerable here in the United States? And what do we want to do to not get the risk to zero? That's impossible, but to try to minimize the risk. And so what we've seen over the course of this horrible crisis that is, you know, honestly killing a lot more people than ISIS, right? You know, I mean, that, that, you know, what we've seen is that the market knows about this vulnerability. So if you go on uh, the dark web, or in fact, as I, as I reported in the, in the Boston Globe story, in some of these arrests that are occurring here in the United States, most of these people are taking advantage of this loophole. So they're trying to come in. So through the United States Postal Services. So if you begin to tighten that supply chain, two things will happen. One is people will be dissuaded from doing illegal things, which is always good. The other is they will try to bypass it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because in the bypassing, that's when people get exposed. That's when uh, you make it a little bit harder for people to get things into the system. Now, the STOP Act focuses on particular countries that we know are um, responsible specifically on fentanyl, which is synthetic. So, you know, labs, you don't need to grow anything for, for fentanyl. Um, and so we've the Stop Act focuses on particular countries. But um, over time, if we begin to see the compliance that we're demanding, you would have 100% AED, advanced electronic data, coming in. And that data in and of itself is not going to, you know, people can lie. We know that. But the lie itself is a crime. So if you lie about what's in the box and then we open the box and find something, there's a there's sending country and us would have a, a criminal violation. But what's more important is what we want to do, what the law was intended to do, is to be able to um, track back, right? So if something comes into this country, something bad happens, you would have a way of knowing where did this stuff come from? Is it a particular block in China? Is it a particular sender? Um, and by exposing, basically by exposing the 
um, dark web, which exists now, you you either catch bad people or you make them have to change their ways. And in the changing, as we've seen with almost any other homeland security issue, terrorism, whatever else, and in the in that changing, you uh, you know. People expose themselves. Sure. Right? That you 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 make it harder, and that's the goal. I I've been around long enough to know you cannot get, you know, you can't get a security system as vibrant as ours, whether it's airlines or rail or cargo or even postal. You can't get the risk down to zero. Your goal is just simply to 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 uh, minimize the risk so that you can protect more American lives. And beyond the Stop Act, what else do you think the federal government? could bring to bear on this. You've got a lot of other agencies, NIH and so forth, working on it. Right. But from the importation and terror and criminal side, could there be more? Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there's a real tension in how we should approach, you know, addiction. I mean, you and you read about it, right? So I'm very, very, um, um, despite my sort of law enforcement and and um, and national security background sort of recognizing that this is in fact you know you know this, this is a, really a public health problem in terms of um, of of the the people who are addicted and then of course the people that are dying um, I am very supportive of the model that we're starting to see, which is that you view this as a public health issue and that the heavy hand of public safety really should be only used as a last resort in terms of uh, uh, prosecutions and crimes. But uh, having said that, um, uh, the, um, the focus now on, you know, prosecuting in particular uh, distributors of fentanyl, which just kills you. I mean, there's you know there's no surviving it at this stage. I mean, you know, this is a such a fatal drug um, is really important right now because we need to get the the U.S. and U.S. citizen based distributors um, um, uh, scared and behind bars um, uh, because their victims are the people who are dying or the people who need uh, the ad- addiction services uh, to become healthy again. So there are, and you're starting to see this across the board, both in the in terms of federal prosecutions and, in, and of course, local prosecutions. And I think the other thing that we can, I mean, I know, you know, People are like, oh, we've studied it so much in data and things like that. I think what's really important right now, and the STOP Act does address, is we need to get a good sense of how this stuff is getting in. Um, And one of the challenges with a public health crisis like this crisis is state public health authorities tend to collect data in ways in which it's really hard to see that there's an epidemic, right? It's like, you know, we didn't wake up to an opiate epidemic two years ago and all of a sudden, oh, my God, I mean, this thing had been going on a long time. One of the challenges was it's hard to see nationally because each state or each locality is keeping their data. And so one of the important things that we need to do is – and you know, because it exposes sure. how bad the threat is, is to keep that data. And that's why we've seen – and more more nationally focused. That's that's how we've seen this rise in fentanyl deaths. Is um, you know you had you had prescription opiates and the doctors were doing all these bad things. Then you know that tightened up. Then you had heroin and the illegal stuff, um, and that began to tighten up. And now you have pure synthetic, um, and we need to tighten that up. And the Stop Act is part of that. Juliet Kayyem is a professor at the John F. Kennedy School of Government and former Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.